I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, you guys, it is, oh my God, what is even the time? It is 10.55 and we're sitting in, I don't know what stage it is, but we're here. It's galaxy stage. It's a galaxy stage. How far away is it? It's, it's really close. They're trying to shoot us with T-shirt cannons, and I'm scared. I'm throwing stuff out. I almost got my laptop snapped last time because of this. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Jason, you are very... Are you... Are you not, you're very... I'm, I'm in the zone, man. I'm in the zone. <laughs> We've got different zones. Right, we do, we do. My, zo- my zone's far more obnoxious. Your, your zone looks a lot more fun right now. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm a beaten man. I'm a beaten man. That, that line was brutal. Oh, really? It was brutal, yeah. But that's that's the price you pay for being a man of the people. <laughs> Dude, that, the private shuttle I got here was tough. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I had to get two airlines to fight and get a new award to get here. But I won. Yeah. I won. Now turn to the person on the other side of you. Give him a high five. How are you feeling, Amanda? I'm great. I'm hyped. I'm ready. I think we should. You should swap, and then we'll be in the. No, no, just because we'll be in the right level of amplitude. Okay. And scream, I love you. There we go. That was worth it. I was only joking, but you did it. It works. Alright Amanda, out of who would you like to be a surprise guest? Who's your number one surprise guest? Definitely George Lucas, obviously. I'm George. I've never seen him in real life. Me neither. Unfortunately, I've never been to a a food court while he was getting noodles. Me neither. Yeah. (laughs) But I did visit the sacred place. You did? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Who's your... Out of all the rumored special guests, Jason, which one do you want? Uh, Liam Neeson. Oh... And do you think he'll come out and say, he'll say, I, I can't remember what he says. I'm a fake fan. Dude, from the fan fiction. All right, all right. It is getting so close. It's 11 o'clock. And we're here with Billy. How you doing, man? Doing amazing. I, uh, I stayed in line all night, drink a lot, way too much Fireball, and I'm ready to go with this panel here. What's a Fireball? It's a cinnamon-flavored whiskey. 
Oh, wow. Does it come out of, like, Django Fett's wrist? It should. It really should. <laughs> what are you, like, what are you, like, hoping goes down? I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for some George Lucas myself. Maybe maybe an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff announcement with Ewan McGregor, something like that. I would love to see something like that. Which one do you want more? Man. It's up to you, dude. <laughs> I guess the Obi-Wan, because I want that, but I also, oh, gosh. Tearing off my arm here. Uh, yeah, Mwapa. Let's see. I'd say Obi-Wan spinoff. Really? They could announce that anytime. I guess they could, huh? Maybe. Okay, all right. I'll go with. I'll go with. I'm going it's too late, mate. You messed it up. You messed it up. Charge <laughs> Lucas is out because of me. Ruined celebration. You're going to listen to this podcast and be like, sorry, Billy said he'd rather see Obi-Wan, not going. <laughs> he knows how to travel in time. He knows how to travel in time. All right, man. Hope you have fun. Oh, I will, I will. <laughs> oh, one more thing, one more thing. Jason? Yeah? What? I got bad news for you. What's that? Me and Amanda, a king and queen of the prom. I know, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> congratulations! Thank you, congratulations to you. Thanks, as soon as I... um. I worked out I could get Wi-Fi like five minutes before the Wi-Fi cut out on the plane to like land, and I was like, so I was like, I, I went straight and I was like, and I was like, yeah, Amanda, baby. Hey, I couldn't. I woke up and I didn't even think about it. Like I'd f- totally forgotten about it. But, you know, we're talking about the podcast awards, everyone, and um, and it was like five thirty in the morning, and I'd set my alarm for five. 40, but I woke up naturally, just got so amped to get the plane, and then I look at my phone and I get there's all these abusive messages from Jason, and I'm just like, classic Jason. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Hurry up, everyone. Our 40th anniversary of Star Wars Celebration Panel, Mr. Warwick.
too. It's, it's like the robot chicken sketch. <laughs> George Lucas is just there. I had such a crush on him when I was 16. What? I had a crush on him. Oh. Everyone did. I thought you just said I had sex with him when I was sixteen. I was like, oh, I wish. Oh. And I'm sure you will. Help me welcome a protocol droid, a Wookiee, at the Baron of Cloud City. Well, I can never get over the fans. They're supportive. They're with you in good times, bad times. They're more supportive than my actual family. Because <laughs> they criticize me all the time. But listen, to be honest with you, meeting you and hearing your stories and how the movies affected your lives or inspired you or you met your future wife or husband, the way it's being passed down to the next generation. It, it's really moving and uh, certainly nothing I've ever taken for granted. I'm always just stunned at the passion that has lasted all these years. And, Made you say this is Luke Skywalker. What qualities does Mark have? I'm not sure I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we did a lot of stuff. <laughs> a, a year? A year. A year of sitting in a little room with, you know, clock stackers every five minutes and then weeding those out and 
and they did the screen test uh, with all the sort of finalists for all the three main characters. And so, and we would mix them. So uh, I think we had maybe two or three of each of you. And you would each test with another person. And so we found the combination of the group that worked the best together. The group that was like ready to be an ensemble and that played it, uh, you know, as old friends. Because I was trying to get that, even though they start out not knowing each other, I wanted to have the chemistry of them working together um, built in. And uh, that, and the fact that you were shorter than I was. <laughs> I tried to talk him out of that line. Did, did she really have to say, aren't you a little short for a <laughs> Well, I was very excited. I was a great song for us. There's, there's a secret right there. I can't even celebrate 40 years of Star Wars without remembering our beloved princess. Um, uh -oh. Carrie Fisher and I said, I've said many times now, that she really is a modern woman. And she isn't just a, a, a woman that... Uh, you know, you put the guy's clothes on her and she becomes a hero. She was a princess. She was a senator. She was played a part that was very smart. And she was having to hold her own against two big lugs, you know, who, these goofballs that were screwing everything up. But she was the boss. It was her war. And I, when I cast it, I said, I really want somebody young to play the part. I want somebody very young. And when Carrie came in, she was that character. She was very strong, very smart, very funny, very bold, very tough. Uh, and, uh, you know, there really wasn't much of a question. There are not very many uh, people like her. You know, they're one in a billion. And for this particular part, it was absolutely perfect because she could hold her own against anything. And she could be, she wore a dress through the whole thing, but she was the toughest one of the group. And that's the key to Carrie being able to play that part. It was a hard part to play. And she pulled it off really And it really shows the level of her talent and at the same time, she was fun to be with. She kept the whole group going. Uh, she was very funny, very smart, and uh, very challenging in terms of uh, 
pointing out that certain pieces of dialogue were a little hard to say. <laughs> um, but she was brilliant, and obviously we'll all miss her, but she'll always be the princess uh, who took command and never backed down, never was in jeopardy. She was always helping the other guys get out of the messes they created. So that's the long love of no greater honor than that of working with the late, truly great Terry Fisher. She was unlike anyone you've known, unlike anyone in this room. Her humor, her insight, her brilliance. When you associate Princess Leia and realize that was Terry, she was not only be remembered forever by those who were lucky enough to know her, but she will be remembered forever, even by those who are not old enough yet to say the words. May the force be with you. Someone who has known Carrie her entire life, whose world has revolved around Star Wars and is uniquely suited to give us wonderful insight on this remarkable woman is her daughter, Billy. she never knew where Princess Leia ended and Carrie Fisher began. She went from being an unknown actress, the daughter of Debbie Reynolds and Eddie Fisher, to Princess Leia, a character synonymous with the idea of the ultimate strong woman, a soldier, a fighter, a beyond capable, independent, sensible woman in control of her own destiny, a rebel who resisted the norm. She was imperfect in many ways, but her imperfections and willingness to speak about them are what made her more than perfect. My mom, like Leia, wasn't ever afraid to speak her mind and say things that might have made most people uncomfortable, but not me, and not you. That was why she loved you, because you accepted and embraced all of her. The strong soldier of a woman she was, and also the vulnerable side of her, who, opened, who often openly fought her own dark side, knowing early on that we all have a dark side of our own, whatever it may be. But she knew that it wasn't about the fight that you were fighting, but how you fought it the way you resisted. No one could have known what this once little dream of a movie would eventually become and what it would mean to millions worldwide. Mostly not her, but in our world, Star Wars ultimately became our religion, our family, and our way of life. And I wanted to be here with all of you because I know that many of you feel the same way. When she surrounded herself with fans at celebrations like this, she never felt more at home. She could spend hours talking to people and learning about their lives and how Star Wars and Leia touched them the same way it touched us. 
If left to her own devices, she would have always been the last person to leave the convention center, having met and had a shared carry moment with every single person there. Nothing about her was performance. She loved you. She loved these movies. She loved the people she got to make them with, and she loved this incredible character she got to create, this force called Leia. Three important things. One thing all mothers should teach their daughters. General Kenobi, years ago you served my father in the Clone Wars. Now he begs you to help him in his struggle against the Empire. I regret that I am unable to present my father's request to you in person, but my ship has fallen under attack, and I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan has failed. I have placed information vital to the survival of the Rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. My father will know how to retrieve it. You must see this droid safely delivered to him on Alderaan. This is our most desperate hour. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. funny, then it's just true, and that is unacceptable. And finally, I learned by knowing her that the most evolved person is seemingly a contradiction. They are both the strongest and the most vulnerable person in the room, and that was her. That is Leia. Thank you for loving her and carrying on what she stands for, and beyond grateful. Jerry Ward is hell. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I have a little advice for the younger members of the class. 
I've told Daisy not to go through the crew like wildfire. She's <laughs> the most entertaining and shockingly funny person you'll ever know. <laughs> And you just feel good about yourself and confident all the time. That's why people want to be celebrities. Okay, that's not true. <laughs> What's interesting is that Nick Carey Bowen, she still remembers all the lines from the old films. I don't know, but years ago, he served my father with photos. Well, now. He begs you to help him. I regret that I'm unable to present my father's request to you in person. But my ship has fallen under attack. And I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan is failed. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion of the memory systems of this R2 unit. My father will not retreat. You must see this droid safely delivered to him on Alderaan. This is our most desperate hour. Help me. I'll do what's good. They've become better for me now because I have a daughter and she loves them. I love that Princess Leia was a very strong woman and I adored how feisty Carrie Fisher was. I could really sense and feel her fire. And that was important for me as a young girl to see that kind of woman. She's very sure of herself, very funny, very you know, together, very worldly. So it's not victim princess. Elle est très forte, et c'est bien, c'est, il n'y a pas beaucoup de, de, de femmes fortes dans, dans les films maintenant. I love her, and I love her when she drives me crazy, and I love her when she makes me laugh. She's just delightful.
Wow. All right, you guys. I actually didn't realize it was so late. It is 6.03 and uh, had a super busy day filming tons of fun interviews and stuff for uh, the Channel 10 segment on Studio 10 this uh, Monday. And I finally got a chance to pull out the audio. I've been in visual, but I've come back. Your eyes have had enough. And now it's time to soothe your ears. With the succulent tones of my main man, Hawes Burkhart. What's up, buddy? Just living the dream, man. This is awesome. Oh, man. So you, you're fresh off a Hamill encounter. Yes. I just met the man himself for a brief, like, three minutes. Maybe the three best minutes of my life. Yeah. Dude, what about the ones you're doing right now? Close second. <laughs> silver medal's not bad. Medal. Oh, yeah, man. And so we were running late. We decided to go back to the hotel and catch, like, a quick shower and stuff before coming and getting in the line. Mm-hmm. And traffic hit, and I had to be here at a very specific time for my ticket to meet Mark Hamill, so I was stressing. And got in there, and they took me up front and got to meet the man. Nice. Real tired. Real tired right now. Okay. All right. What photo did you get? I got the... Uh, Old man from the end of. Oh, okay, interesting I choice. I almost went cell barge loop, but I was like, if steel gets it, I don't want to get the same one as steel. Mix it up for my buddy. Okay, I'm de- I, there's no. We can all ignite the green, man. <laughs> I figured that's the one you'd want to go. With. Oh yeah, there's enough green to go around. Right. Well, that that picture of that the green ignited saber. That's. That was like the Return of the Jedi storybook. Right. Like in primary school, you could order through Scholastic or whatever. And, and so I spent a lot of time just staring at that cover. Well, that's so, one of the options. That exactly yeah, answer. for sure, for sure. Uh, what about this morning's 40th panel? How did you, how did you, uh, how did you take it in? Where were you? I was here in the, on the show floor. We didn't, I can't stand in line two nights in a row and I decided we'd rather do it for The Last Jedi. So, we got here super early. We got here at like 7 and just hung out. And then as soon as the show floor opened, we hung out and watched as much as we could see on the screen. So I'm going to go back and watch it again on YouTube and stuff. But it was pretty heavy. I know. <laughs> I know. It was pretty heavy. I, it's the first time I've ever seen someone cheering, watching a big TV in the middle of a convention center. Like people out here were cheering when George and Harrison and everybody been there. Yeah. But then like the... Billy Lord tribute and like, oh, and then like George just got into like for, he just went from he's so weird to see live. <laughs> Is he as awkward as I imagine to see him live? Like he's just the nice but awkward, like the like the nice but eccentric dude that lives two apartments up from you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, have the, like the white bad tennis shoes on. Did you check out? Oh yeah, he's like he he's like he saw uh, Seinfeld sneakers in Seinfeld and just went, yeah, man, you're onto something. <laughs> like just those giant like white Nikes. For some reason, his shoes fascinate me. Like in the infamous noodles picture, the shoes. Like in that picture of him at Disneyland, uh, Shanghai, right? Yeah, the shoes. So. I didn't get a chance to check it out. He's, he, he wears the same shoes my dad does to work on the yard. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know, get like some Walter White, ch- like Clark's Wallabies or something <laughs> on, man. I mean, you're only a billionaire. Maybe step up the shoe game a little bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was incredible. And then we were like, like three rows back in the corner where the curtain opened. You showed me a picture, and it was an incredible view. So, did you get to see like people before they came out? Like, were you seeing behind the curtain or just like a direct view on? I couldn't remember. No, nah, just direct view on. One dude of a, a, a two rows ahead of me. Um, we're going to have a run in. Hey, Riley, what's going on? Am I allowed to pod crash? Yeah. Is that something Chris Core has uh, has officially like taken, or am I allowed to do that? He was on. Um, he was on my plane, actually. What? Yeah, we met on the plane. Steel, I'm. T- I've totally crashed your podcast, but thank you for letting me. How's it going? You plug the live podcast. The live podcast. You mean the available right now, Sunday at two p.m. Nothing big, conflicting with it. Live show, Star Wars Report Spectacular, featuring the one and only Steel Saunders playing an epic game of Rogue Mad Libs. That podcast. That, that is exactly what I mean. I have no idea what Rogue Mad Libs is. So okay, uh, you'll figure it out. We'll have a production meeting. <laughs> we'll do that, exactly. Dude, that 40th anniversary panel, man. You used to wait, we waited overnight, right? I waited half the night. Half the night? And you got in? Got in? Yeah, but I got, like, I'm doing stuff for TV here, so. Gotcha, gotcha. We got here at 5, still overflow. I was like, no, wait, even the Force Awakens panel line, you know, you know that's going to be fine. Like, that, in Anaheim, is like 7.38, there's still people getting in on the main stage. We arrive at 5, uh-uh. I think they had to use the smaller stage for the orchestra. Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. It's a bummer. Um, it's like the... Because um, it's in the smaller room. Yeah. There's a bigger room. Exactly. But exactly. like it was like at Comic-Con when I was like getting angry that they were having the, the Force Awakens panel at 5. And I'm like, have it in the morning so then we can go do stuff. Like, And then it was like, oh, you've got a surprise concert. And it makes sense. So yes, exactly. shouldn't question them. But I keep will. That's my it's my duty as a podcaster. Exactly. And then I can then I can eat humble pie and say you presented me one of the greatest things I've ever seen and heard in my life. Nice. That was so sick. I mean, that was amazing. I I got I mean obviously chills, but you know the, the real thing is is that this celebration is con- is getting me to do something I've never done before. I'm getting in line tonight. I've never waited overnight for ah. anything in my life before. I thought you were going to say you are going to shut up. <laughs> no, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I feel like I'll, draw, I'll take that subtle hint. Oh, no. <laughs> I just want the cheap pop, man. No, <laughs> that's, 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 no dude, I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Yeah, man. It already is. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you on the Star Wars report. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you in line tonight as well. Yeah. All right. All right. See you around. Cheers, Riley. Thanks for letting me crash. Sorry. I'm terrible. No, there's no problem at all. I invited you to do it. Um, what were we talking about? I have no idea. Ah, oh, yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, he needs to um, get ILM in and, and, and Photoshop those joints. Yeah. Hey, Bethany. Hi, Steel. Are you excited for the pod? Oh, yes, but I'm actually really psyched for The Last Jedi tomorrow. Are you lining up overnight? I'm, I'm going to be there, yeah. I'll be there. And, and, and I, yeah, I think it's right to be more excited about The Last Jedi than our podcast on Sunday. Okay. With all due respect. Oh, I totally understand. I understand, yeah. Oh, my God. Now you've got this thing for me. When I see you, I now think of Shake Shack. Like, I get, like, you, like I now equate oh, seeing you. Yeah, so, so so now I'm just like I'm like 
yeah, I could go a burger. And I'm like, why am I thinking of burgers because I'm talking to Bethany? And I'm like, ah, oh, got it, got it, yeah, yeah. I have a story for you about you that you may not know. Oh, no. Okay, so I was periscoping from Disney last night, and, like, everybody on Periscope was like, is Steel with you? Is Steel at Disney right now? When is Steel coming on? Can you tell him to Periscope more? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine. So this conversation turned into a, a talk about Steel's social media habits. I will find him and talk to him and tell him people want you to tweet Periscope. Well... The system works. You've done it. You've got the message to me. So yeah. as, as annoying as they uh, were on Periscope, you actually did it. You've enabled them. That's true. That's true. But we were, we were all mutually steel admiring. So. Oh, well, yeah. that's very weird. <laughs> I thought I would probably get that reaction. Okay, good, good. I'm all weird now. You've stifled the podcast with weirdness. Oh. Which is better than me proposing. I've been proposed to twice in Periscope. Really? Yes. That doesn't seem like the medium to do it. I agree. Yeah. I don't know why this happened. When they were periscope, when they were periscoping, were they like? Could you tell from the angle they were on one knee at least? Or no, it was literally through the text. Like ah. Well, that's pretty crazy because I get excited just when the love hearts come up. Like, I'm like, I don't know how you make them. Like, I don't know how people make the hearts go up. But when I'm ever on one, I'm like, yeah, more hearts, guys, more hearts. And when it comes up, I'm like, all right, now I feel like, like validated with hearts. So, yeah, I'm not sure how I'd take a proposal. Maybe I don't want to go on there now. So, so, you've, so, so for four minutes, I was all about it. And then after that thing, I'm like, no, I can't handle it. Okay. I, I, I get that. <laughs> Well, I'll let you guys get back to whatever you were talking about before the plant and siblings crashed your podcast. I, I actually remember what we're talking about now, and, and we're talking about the, the sneakers of George Lucas. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> They're big and white. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, if, if you're going to talk about George Lucas and fashion choices, I was thinking you were just going to go for the cliche talking about the flannel stuff. But hey, this is new. No, the sneakers, they're, they're compelling. It's amazing. He's like, he's like, he's got the sneaker game of like a Floridian retiree. <laughs> that is actually very true. <laughs> I've been in Florida multiple times now, and I can confirm. I didn't, why didn't I think of this? And, and I should say that my entire knowledge of Floridian retirees is from Seinfeld. So, yeah. If I wasn't so busy doing Star, Star Wars stuff, I'd try to find the Del Boca Vista and uh, get a photo out the front with a Cadillac. That'd be dope. I have a, a, a controversial question for you about my brother. The answer is kind of. Okay. Do you get offended when he pulls on the Australian accent? Because I think that you secretly slash not so secretly encourage it. Like, you're an enabler of his accent. Oh, oh yeah, no. It, I like it because it, like, for his, like, him do the accent for comedy... Like, it makes me seem more talented, because I don't have to rely on such cheap tricks. Oh, I see. You just got so burned. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Mustafa-level burning right there. Yeah, and he is standing five feet from us. didn't even hear it. He didn't even <laughs> <laughs> Now, now he's indignant shouting. <laughs> yeah, okay. His turn now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's probably a smart idea. All right, bye, Riley. Bye, guys. Bye. See you in the line tonight. 
So George Lucas' sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're hyped on Hamill. Good, good experience. I am a little out of it right now. From like, I just can't believe I just met Luke Skywalker. Like, it's just now sinking in. It happened real quick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was all of a sudden I'm at the front of the line. I'm handing him my picture, talking to Mark. I gave him some podcast stickers. Like, that's a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, Rogue One. With a W. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Heck yeah. And then he was like, and Blue Harvest. Like, do you know where they got, they got that name from? People always ask me. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Where they got the name Blue Harvest from. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And Jesse goes, you should listen sometime. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I love meeting Jesse. She seems so sweet. Yeah, man. She's been a real trooper with this whole thing this weekend. She's, she's down to stand in line tonight. So. All right. Well, um, it's going to be fun. We're going to crack, crack some beers and about the show tomorrow that's do some fun. podcasting oh yeah tomorrow night yeah oh man that's like four lifetimes away right right you got a lot going on between them buddy oh, i feel like that panel that this morning was like 10 weeks ago like well, that's what's weird we were talking on the drive over like going to the hotel and grabbing a shower and then coming back like it feels like my second day of celebration already because we were here you know so early in the morning and i feel like i've been here all my life <laughs> That would be that bad. Just live at Star Wars Celebration? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I kind of feel like I do. <laughs> I mean, you hit up a lot of cons. You yeah. Comic-Con this year too, right? Yeah, but it, but internally, I just <laughs> feel like it, it's going well, on. Now I know what it's like. This is my first one, so. Yeah. Now I know. All right, man. I'm glad the Hamill thing worked out. Yep. Um, how, oh, how long is the line? Like I, like I know you, like you didn't have to like wait in the line, but how long is the line? Uh, so you know you buy tickets for a specific time. Ah, uh, gotcha. So at most it's going to be an hour. Okay. All right. Somebody in line, like the, they put someone sort of me in front of someone, and I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. And he was like, I've only been in line twenty minutes. So. Okay, sick. The next guy that got to see Mark after me was only in there for twenty minutes. Okay, cool. So. All right. All right. Not that bad. No, I was actually just looking into the distance, <laughs> staring off into oblivion. Yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta stay on point. But um, it's awesome to see you, dude. Thanks, buddy. It's really cool. All right, talk to you later. Indeed. Hey, guys, just want to give you a heads up in between blog pod entries that uh, the Steel Wars merch store is up and firing. We have got the I'm with Snoke t-shirt, the uh, Endor-themed Yub-Nub. Your Snoke theory sucks. That's back in stock, and so is the Have You Seen Him t-shirt. 
all the t-shirts come with premium downloads. I chuck in tons of stickers and uh, you also get a Your Snoke Theory Sucks lollipop while they last. It's all up. It's SteelWars.com. All right, you guys, it is 1.05 a.m. We are in the, what's this movie called? The Last Jedi uh, panel line, and it's late. And Super late. And we've got the posse. We've got a crew. We're sitting on the coldest concrete in Orlando, and we're podcasting because, hey, let me tell you a thing about content. I love it, and I want to <laughs> shove it down your guts, and I'm here to do it. Right to take it. All right, that might be a bit aggressive, but don't gatekeep my content from going down your throat. All right, <laughs> let's go around the table. This is this is a floor. Let's not let's not let's not pretend. All right, how do I turn off that mic? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a dirty floor. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm sitting in cat pee. <laughs> that would be an honor. <laughs> Introduce, what's your name, Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net? Hi, Jason Ward of Jason Ward of Making Star Wars, Making Star Wars.net is named Jason Ward. <laughs> fake news. Hashtag fake news. Next up. You is Johnny Grunt. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost someone. Randall has left the building. Randy, Randy dropped the mic. <laughs> I can actually, I, can, I might be able to fill this echo. Can I, can I go loud? Can I see if it echoes here? <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm worried you're going to, like, shatter some glass or something. Somebody's glass eye. They're going to be right. blind for the rest All of it. Right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. No, wait, wait. No, no, no. If you're going to do this, you're standing out there so they can see you. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm filming it as well. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. All right. This is going to be... This. They have no idea what's coming. All right. He's getting the phone ready. He's got the phone. All right, phone wait, wait, wait. I've got to do the intro. I've got to be professional. Okay. All right, podcast fans, we've got a special treat. We have got the mega intro from your man and mine, Jonathan Grasso. Yeah! What is up, everybody? It's Johnny Grasso from Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners. How are you? <laughs> Johnny just got booed. God, that was embarrassing. I don't know if the mic picked it up, but sleeping people everywhere. God, best ensemble dickhead. In my life. Oh man, wow. it's, it's going inside my body. But hi everybody, thanks for having me. <laughs> Shit. Oh. oh my god. Wow. I am always here to make an ass of myself for you guys. All right. Um, and those guys that booed, I see you. I'll be over. <laughs> Rogue One Army's taking name. Fake ass <laughs> cosplay. Oh um, all right. Follow that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tracy from Rebel Girl, and I have absolutely oh, no, no, no we way. We don't do it like that anymore. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really pretty and like I don't say very smart things, but people like me for no reason. All right, now you talk, yeah. Tracy. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
No. I don't know how to follow that. Do you, can you do a yo? No. <laughs> no. 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 I can do a really epic eye roll, though, but I don't think that does very well for audio. Dude, you got to respect the content and the format that we're on. This is audio content. Introduce yourself or just move on. (laughs) My name is Caitlin Booth. I am the head film writer at BleedingCool.com and the co-host of the Nerd Dome podcast. Nice. And And who are you? I'm Randy. I'm from Nowsis Podcasting. From the prequels to the sequel. <laughs> come on, come on. Do what? It. Do it once. Do what? From the prequels. Come on. When you do it, when you do it. <laughs> do Randy. I can't. I, like, like I try to do it, and like, like the the oral thrust like corrupts my vocal cords. That did you say, really did you say thrush? <laughs> thrust. Oh boy. Like you're Wait, uh, we haven't even gotten past intros, and we're already into the sex jokes. Thrust. This is gonna end well. <laughs> Oh, I'm that guy. We're wow. in a corner on like a stone wall, and there's a lot of oil right. thrusting. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna like, like, all right, reel it in. I've been, uh, sorry, I've been lacking on the on the updates. I've done a few updates today, but I've been I've been at work doing the business, right? Just totally like, you know, just total Hollywood Steel style. <laughs> yeah. So we haven't really, I haven't really got to like, like put like um, microphones shoving in everyone's faces we need some breakdown of this 40th anniversary uh, pansy yeah well what happened first what Kathleen Kennedy came out and then she uh, looked you in the eye and she said <laughs> she said stop gatekeeping and she's like get the fuck out of my pants I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no um I mean, How can you be the worst person on a podcast that features Johnny Grasso? <laughs> <laughs> two days of no sleep will do that to you. Yep. <laughs> so it takes two days of no sleep for Jason to get to Johnny's level. <laughs> almost. Hey, we're, and, and we're almost all there. We're getting there. Oh it's, it's not 2 a.m. yet. But I'm very jealous of your, of your sparkly bracelet. Oh, it's good, huh? That gets you everywhere. Dude, you're looking at me like... I like, want it. Like with a, like a predatorial oh, I want vibe. It. Like you can walk up and down this joint, dude. The way he's looking at me, open. the way he's looking at me, like I'm like a 13 year old boy, and you've got an ice cream <laughs> truck. You you want to you want to touch his muscles? You can. He'll nah, let you. Dude. That's the um, thing here. He was letting he was letting people touch his muscles. That happened today too. That there was a request, and I granted it. Wow. So that's Cosplay not really an update on the forty. I consented though. I consented. Number one, he's a he's a great rogue winner. Imagine we go to celebration um, twenty nineteen and there's signs Johnny Grasso is not consent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have you got anything constructive to add okay. about the fortieth no, anniversary? Okay, no, no. The fortieth anniversary panel was pretty much like the. Oh, and heads ultimate. up, everyone! Heads up! You're hearing from someone wearing sunglasses at one a.m. <laughs> and we're indoors. Yeah. It's either an episode of the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Maybe. Shore. So, anyways, it was pretty much the Wait. ultimate Star Wars panel. No, no. I mean, when you get down to it, like, me, me and Randy, we did every Star Wars celebration back during the prequel era. And now during the sequel trilogy era so yeah, far. Yeah, prequels but, to the sequels, we've done every celebration. But, they, but I mean, from pretty when? much. From, from the prequels, prequels to the sequels. From the prequels to the sequels, we've done every celebration. Um, no, but, but wait, when did you start? From the prequels. And when did you end? <laughs> the sequels. Well, to the sequels. <laughs> oh, okay, good. All right, or cool. was that to the sequels and and sequels and the sequels and these panels that you're going to? Right. What are they talking about? 
the sequels. Mm-hmm. Oh, you blew it, man. They're talking about making Star Wars. <laughs> Are they? Are they though, aren't they, though? I've, I've got this T-ball set that I've set up for you. Do you have T-ball in America? Is that a reference? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a thing. Right. I guess i got to do it. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take my medicine. And the universe is corrected. <laughs> but it was... It was insane. Like, remember they sort of it wrapped was... it up, like everyone walked off, and it's sort of like, thanks. Yeah. And, and I was just like, oh, you can't close on that. I was like, I'm like, is it time? But it was, was like, it? it was like, so like in, yeah, that's right. You were saying, uh, I'm all, it must be over. I'm all, it was, and it was like, the end of the 11th. Yeah, because it was 12.15. Or whatever it was. It was yeah. 12.15. I'm okay. like, no, no, it went to 12.30. And like, because like when you do like a comedy set, like you have a sweet closer. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So when the opener, the opening joke or the opening thing was like George Lucas, I'm like, oh man, your close is going to have to be big. Like right. if you're, if you're going to drop something that good at the start, the end's going to be like Grasso, red man. hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so we, so when they sort of like faded off, I was just like, oh, that's weird. But then they had, they dropped like five killer closes, like all time closes. Like, yeah. like stop. <laughs> like, I, I, I need to, I need to reflect on that. Yeah, the uh, Billy Lord moment was really nice, too. Yeah. Well, the thing about... I'd never seen George Lucas in real life before, right? So I was pretty thrilled. But it was just like, he's the weird dude that lives upstairs in that apartment. <laughs> like, like all respect to him, but he's just like... He's just... Like, he's not uptight. At, like, he could not be any more mellower and just like, yeah... Yeah, he had his feet, like, kind of wagging off the side of the chair. He's just, like, comfortable. He's, like, lounging. Yeah, like, I could see, like, in his shirt, it was so, like, ruffled. I could see his tummy. I could see his little tummy. I I wanted to poke his, like, a little Pillsbury Doughboy. (laughs) (laughs) See his belly button and a little slug monster comes out of it. But but then when he got up to do the speech about um, Carrie, he just, like, like, snapped into this other... Professional. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my god, it was so there was there was the that and then the Kathleen one, and you could tell Kathleen was like like you know hurting for certain doing it, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's like, dude, I just got to tell me. You practiced that at some point. You're like, does this sound right? He's like, I'm gonna drop it. This is the night. I'm gonna drop it. This weekend, but, but, I think. No, I was no, like, no, I was no, like, no, love. no, 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 no. When I was just like, because that's like when it was about to finish. I was like, oh my god, I thought Kathleen was gonna like get up and almost cry because I've got this line planned. <laughs> yeah, I've had it here for weeks just for her. Hurting for certain. And then the Billy Lord thing, which was just like crazy. Like I love like the like the bits like where she was sort of like getting upset like hurt me but then yeah. when she had little laughs like a pure joy and just like that's so dope that like like i think it's rad that like you know like she's had like the worst time ever right and then she can come here and like you know a couple thousand idiots can like <laughs> like cheer her up that's sick yeah that girl deserves everything in the world and then some i i thought she was going to sing a song I don't know why. For some reason, when she the, came out, like the, the one had, from the, a, it was the dress. She had like she a had real, that. real like like pop star dress on. I thought yeah. like uh, for a minute, I was like, is she gonna sing? But like it was the a, holiday special star. You know what I mean? Leia holiday oh, special like a song. It was gonna go down. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But it was like it had a like a, a Leia vibe. It did. Yeah, it did. It yeah. Did. Um. It, yeah, she'd sing the um the, yeah the holiday special thing, and then it's a time. And then Peter Matthew would just like walk into a planet. <laughs> 
That'd be messed up. That'd be, oh, how weird. I've never thought about this, that he was crushed by a planet, and in the holiday special he walked into a planet. That was, like, foretelling, like in the EU. That's... That's, that's, a, that's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no. <laughs> really? I, I I got told once that stickers made people sad. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna officially gatekeep that idea. Get, get it out of here. You keep talking like he's gonna be hurting for certain. Um, <laughs> Randy, how did you find the panel? Um, it was the, actually the most relaxing part of the day for me. Oh yeah. It was soothing. Yeah, very soothing. Well, what? what how what would you gauge the um, electricity in the air of that room? Um, well, most electricity was used on the air conditioning inside the hotel. <laughs> right, right. I slept for about a good five hours while the, that was going on. But I waited in line and got the uh, the little wristband. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That part I can say, yeah, it was everything you expected. Yeah, that's like that's like going all out for for someone. It's like you went out, you you called them, you asked them out, you took them out for dinner. Right. They were like, hey, you want to go upstairs? And then you were like. Yeah, and then you fell asleep. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's more like nah, it's dude. more like no, 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 no. He's straddled on top of her. He reaches down to get his condom on, rolls it on, and then just like passes out. Randy, Randy has no. Star Wars ED. Star Wars ED. <laughs> I, it's more like you you get you get the date set up. You drive them there, drop them off, and go back home. <laughs> like, hope you enjoy that meal. That, that, Let me know how it was. I tried. That's actually called being an Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Star Wars Uber driver. Yeah. yeah. Any love for the um, for the Ian McDermott hitting Christensen moment? I mean, that's what I I really digged it because that was the best part of Celebration Three back in the day. <laughs> that was the best part, and it kind of had deja vu. But I, I loved it because like Amanda didn't get to go to Celebration, so she got to actually like see pretty much the best part of Celebration Three. Like, it, but in one panel, like the best part of like three celebrations happened right there. When so I was sitting next to Amanda, and then Jason was sitting next to her, and Amanda said to me, "When Hayden Christian's coming?" Because I, I said to her, "I said he's still a dreamboat, <laughs> like because he was like, like when he gets that like humble little smile, like hearts of flutter." It sounds stupid to me. <laughs> this all sounds stupid. What you're saying right now, and then Amanda goes to me, "I had a, such a big crush on him when I was 16," <laughs> and I'm like. What did you say? And she goes, "What? What did you think I said?" I said, "Did you say you had sex with him when you were 16?" And she goes, "I wish." <laughs> yes, the, this, the story's done. He doesn't like this. Jason, story, for you, stupid. for you guys listening at home, Jason is getting visually uncomfortable. He does not uh, like this, where this story, is going. The story is sick. All right, he threw his sunglasses off. Made <laughs> <laughs> him across the room. like the cold, hard floor. <laughs> Yeah, where, you should keep your sunglasses on, man, because this content is lit. <laughs> Grasso, where were you for the panel? I was on the uh, the showroom floor, and yeah. I actually had a real nice moment because uh, I was with Hawes, and we were walking around, and then the second it started, kind of the whole room stopped. And you're looking at, like, easily a 1,000 people. And the music obviously played, and then they announced George Lucas. And obviously you guys didn't hear it or know it, but you know now the whole showroom floor literally got emotional they applauded uh Haas and i got a little teary-eyed it, it was a great moment just from us just watching on a screen and i can only imagine what it was like for you guys nice how about you trace i don't really feel like i can follow that up because mine was not as great i just missed the panel we were traveling and yeah <laughs> we didn't get to see it. i'm gonna watch it in syndicate yeah okay <laughs> 
I know you can't follow that up. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> were we on a plane or? Uh, kind of. We flew in really late. Well, then... Kind of. Was it a heli- helicopter? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, we just Hovercraft? we got in really late and we had to choose which panel we were going to sleep in line for, and so we were yeah asleep. <laughs> So we can't follow that up. We were not emotional. We were asleep. <laughs> well, that that is like not the worst reason for sleeping through the panel. I've heard this podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by my decision. <laughs> <laughs> that lady had a good dinner. <laughs> so she told me. And where were you? Uh, I was huddled around an iPad trying to watch the live stream right outside the media room with like three other people and a whole bunch of other media people also right near the room because the entire media room is a dead zone apparently because that's really useful yeah that's that's where it works out yeah Yeah. so we kept losing it at really awful moments like i only saw the first maybe little bit of billy's speech and then it just the whole thing died like i really hope the streaming rooms for everybody else did not have the same problems that everyone else trying to stream it had because otherwise they lost huge chunks yeah but that's like you're using the internet, that yeah. have no. But this was this was talking to people like across who were watching it at home on good Wi-Fi. Oh. they were all losing it at the same time. Ah, oh, okay. Maybe there was just like too many people watching. Um, like, yeah, I'm not sure. All I know is that for most of the panel, I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. You know, I'm sad I'm not there, but I'm not like gonna be envious for the rest of my life that I wasn't there. And then. That last part happened with John yeah. Williams, and I was like, I am so angry. I am not in that room right now. Like, I would have just slept out for that moment to hear those three songs like, in a heartbeat. Yeah. As I said, it was closer, closer, closer. Yeah. And then we were like three rows away, <laughs> and this curtain opens, and I look at Amanda and just go, it's... I'm trying to keep this section clean, but it's effing John Williams. Oh, she's like, ah! <laughs> it was out of control, and like, like it was like a made-up thing. Like, how does a curtain open? It was and open John, fast too. It was, John, like, fast. it was like boom. Like, I can't remember how. I know they was. Did, I know they didn't introduce him. They didn't no. mention his name. They didn't need but, to. But how did it? No. I, I can't remember how it segued. But then, and like, we're all just like a, and then John Williams goes, (laughs) and then there was silence. And then it was the silence, like, and and then you just heard, yo. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. You actually didn't hear that. That is not, that's not true. That's not actually true. Heard that all the way from the showroom floor. (laughs) John Williams is a fan. It was, it was, it was pretty cool seeing George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy uh, watching it, they kind of walked over oh, and watched me, and you saw that. Yeah. yeah, I've got a video on my Instagram oh, of like him, and then it goes to them watching, and then it goes to me like tripping. Like, yeah, yeah. I think Lucas called him the secret sauce. Yeah, yeah, the secret <laughs> sauce of Star Wars. Wow. Um, I want to know what Grasso's secret sauce is. I was just thinking about a Big Mac when you said that. <laughs> I know that's really not what you were going for, but now I'm starting to get hungry. Here comes the security. Here comes the fuzz. Be cool. Here comes the security. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Yeah. But it does. I think we can outrun them. It does does seem like if you really tried, we probably could outrun them. But at the same time, (laughs) 
they really kind of look like they would want to just touch on it and cross those muscles. They look like they're hoping they would find someone. With <laughs> yeah. I, I love it that like the security guards walk past and we all freak out and they just look over at us and go, look at those six dorks and their little <laughs> internet radio show. They're up to mischief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're probably saying, do you think this is the only way they can have a conversation? <laughs> they're like, I can't believe there's actually women with them. Oh, <laughs> and more than one, even. <laughs> Um, maybe we should talk about like what was the the highlight for everyone. What was the the peak? Like you seem to like the Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I was just happy to see him again. I, honestly, the interview was pretty pretty much garbage. He couldn't really articulate things. I think he was pretty touched by the warm enthusiasm that he kind of received when he came out, and then it seemed to kind of knock him off kilter a little bit. But. Um, Ian McDermott being there and uh, talking about playing Palpatine and then Hayden Christensen there was just, yeah, that was one of the best things that I didn't think would happen in the current era where everything is, you know, practical effects just two years ago was the main marketing model of this company. So I didn't think I was going to see, I was going to see that guy in anything. Let that and eyeball colors go. I I won't. I never will. (laughs) I never will. What about you, Randy? Did you see any clips to... Yeah, I think the only thing that I was really disappointed about was the John Williams thing. It's like, that's something I'm never going to get another opportunity to see. And had I just stayed, could have saw it. We're going to have great things happen today. Yeah, well, well, right now, as of right now, I'm hurting for certain. But But I did um, think, like, we were at, we we got that amazing surprise at San Diego Mm -hmm, with the, the JJ concert. And I was like, I declared, I was like, there's never going to be, like, right, yeah. like well, you're never going to have another Star Wars concert like that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So wait, would you, even though that one was outside and it was like that whole event, do you, you prefer this? Just oh, having those three songs? Yeah. John yeah. Williams just said, J.J. Abrams, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take this And then on. when uh, Lucas comes out after, he's just like, I, I usually, you don't see him that loose. He yeah. seemed uncharacteristically loose. Yeah, he's usually so uncomfortable looking yeah, in front of crowds like this, and he was just like, maybe he's just like, I don't even care anymore. It's not my problem exactly. anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not so involved anymore to such a degree he doesn't have to worry about tripping on exactly. his words because he doesn't know things that he should know. Yeah, yeah. But the, um, yeah, definitely, like, not, like, the, like, like, I feel like, you know, the, like, the Twin Peaks scene where there's the red curtain and the the munchkin or the like the little person he's talking backwards right yeah well like i'm gonna like it was like this weird dream where that was happening and then the curtain opened and john williams was there with an orchestra it was (laughs) like it was like it was it shouldn't have happened but it Mm. did you have to live with that what you do with the rest of your life is totally up to you man (laughs) (laughs) grasso what's your highlight buddy i would i would say billy you know, because a lot of people, uh, when when Carrie and her mother passed away, a lot of people turned to Billy. What does Billy think about CGI Leia? What is, and people were worrying about it and thinking about it. And I think her coming out at Celebration and, and giving that moving speech kind of, like, told us, like, the, 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 the fan community that everything was okay with her, that she accepts everything. And moving forward, she wants her mother always to be remembered for this. You know, not one of those people like, oh, I did so many other things. I wrote screenplays. I did this. I did that. But yes, like she she basically said in, in so many words or less, my mother is a part of this and she wants her to continue to be a part of this. And when she surmised that to, to everybody, I was like, that is what we needed to hear. 
And that, that really hit home with me. Nice, Jonathan. I'm touched. Do you think he has a heart? Oh, he's got a heart. It's like really, yeah. I, I'm I'm worried it's gonna like clog up and 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 and, and stop ticking due to steroid use. But, I thought uh, it was all about. I thought it was all about muscles. <laughs> Trace. I mean, I didn't get to go to the panel, but I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with Randy. I'm really sad that I missed the uh, John Williams tribute. I don't get FOMO often, but hey, that's hey, the hey. one thing that don't I don't copy off his paper. What? Don't copy off his paper. I'm copying off Randy's paper. I get to copy off Randy's paper. Um, that's the one moment that I'm really sad that I missed. It just looks amazing. And I feel like even watching it in uh, a playback won't be the same. I love Is the that the guy from too. the Star Wars post? <laughs> Is that the guy who aggregates Star Wars news sets? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I just got Star Trek. <laughs> Well, I, I know you didn't get to see it all, but um, I, I, as a former musician back in grade school, the idea of just being in the same building as John Williams kind of made me a little happy. And I don't normally fangirl out on people. I probably would have fangirled out on John Williams. I mean, the man's just a genius, and I mean, what what an honor not only for the people who were in the audience, but for the Orlando Orchestra for the opportunity to get conducted by him. I mean, this isn't ah. somebody who goes around and does, you know, like con- does a lot of conducting out anymore. And the fact that he just was like, here, we'll do three songs. I mean, I can't imagine the Star Wars fans in that orchestra. That is a moment those people will love for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I had not thought of that. I had not. I was all about me. <laughs> That's okay. You're allowed. Uh, what other, anyone, um, Got any cool stories from today? I went to the Dave Filoni panel. Oh, how was that? It was pretty good. Um, he, we got to see some old Clone Wars uh, footage, some old stuff that uh, had was part of the unreleased episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's going to get released or not. Um, it was just really cool to see how many people were are so into Rebels and so into Clone Wars and how the love for the animated shows is, is really, really there. Uh, it was also really funny that Dave Filoni was he was either trolling or he really does not understand why everyone freaks out whenever Hera and Kanan are mentioned together. There was a shipper in the audience who was like, Woohoo! Right. And he was like, I don't get it. I was like, I don't know if you're joking or not. Do you really not get it? Wait, has he not read A New Dawn? I don't know. That's because why I'm not sure. totally shipped like, I, in that book. I've never seen him live before so I was like I can't tell if he's being sarcastic or not mm-hmm. that dude needs a looser hat he was just pretty fancy at the 40th <laughs> yeah he looked at, he looked exactly <laughs> he, the same he had a little like fancy vest on it was like shiny in the back yeah. did he have that vest on it? yes okay he yeah he kept it going he kept it going um we the podcast the um so we're in this line and I had a goal as we went into celebration was to get a very special photo featuring two of my silly little t-shirts. Right, right. Oh, the, the one that me and you took? I was honored to take that picture with you. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Thank you very much. But, so, everyone starts, like, freaking out that Ryan Johnson is in the corner and he's got a megaphone or something and he's like, I'm going to talk to everyone. And I'm like, you're getting a photo with me. Because <laughs> I wanted... 
the Your Snoke Theory sucks. I wanted him wearing one and then me with the uh, I'm with Snoke pointing thing because it makes a double joke. And I just freak out. I see him. I grab Jason by the scruff of the <laughs> neck and pull him close and I go, what size T-shirt would Ryan Johnson wear? Gillian's like, just always go big. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Yeah. Large? I'm like, all right. Good choice. So I dive into the bag and what happened next? Wait, wait, wait. No, no. You dive into the bag and you frantically start looking for a large and then like 20 minutes goes by. <laughs> and I'm like, He's come gone, on, buddy. man. Was it that long? No, it, you were like digging for a long. I was, I was were, like, I, I was, like, come on. Yeah, I, Are I, we going to do this? Is this going to happen or not? Wow, I, I I think I made up in my memory. But I, you made up for it. You I did. feel like I made up for it with the ground, <laughs> the ground scoot. <laughs> yeah, you, you pretty much flashed. You went. Oh my god! I would pay money if they've got security cameras to get like a slow mo thing of me prancing <laughs> through sleeping conventioners and and diving. I was talking to a guy before that um, said, I saw you. I was the guy that said, hey, when you were running to Ryan Johnson. And I remember in slow motion, like Quicksilver in X-Men or whatever, just like hearing this guy going, hey, Stu. And I was like, I can't right now. (laughs) And in my head, I'm like, oh, this dude, he's going to think I'm a dick. And then I was just like, it's a price I'm going to have to pay for this one. And then he said, I knew where you were running, man. I knew what you were up to. I'm like, thanks. You're great. He was a really cool guy. He's like, so, I know where you live. <laughs> so, yeah, then there was this crowd huddled around him down this, like, path. And I was like, well, I can't go up the back. I can't believe how quick I... And then I, like, bolted forward, like, 10 meters and then got into, like, that aisle and came down the other way. And then... It was majestic. All those little kids were falling down as you just Went. trampled them. <laughs> no, nah, dude. The seas just parted. Right. <laughs> Because no one knows what a meter is. Wait, are you the Star Wars Moses? <laughs> it was it was it was seriously like like at school two kids fighting and everyone separates or like a, like a sweet breakdance battle or something and we looked at each other and I said, You need to put on this T shirt for this photo and he goes, I'll hold the T shirt up And I was like, Good enough And then we went to get the photo, I just handed my phone to some random dude and I said I said, take a photo, make it count. That's a great. I one. didn't know you just handed that's it to a, some That's your next person. T-shirt. Take a photo, make it count. Yep. And then I look down. I have this sudden awareness, and the robot hands pointing in the wrong direction. <laughs> so I just go change sides, and then he got it. He took the photo, and then I was, like, so thrilled, and I was so scared to look. The dude took one photo. Mm-hmm. He just went, that's it. So risky. iPhone drop. I'm out. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I was thrilled. Where was Jason during this? I thought he oh, was a was... wingman on it. No, dude, he was, like... You grabbed him yeah. scuff the oh, no, but I know, but I had to run, like... like like a hundred meters. Did you him the whole way? No, no, I no. bailed him. No, he just started going, he went into the bag and took for a long time and then he ran really fast. That was before there was this brief moment where it took like half a second for what was going on to click in your brain and you had like this deer in headlights moment before you dove, for, before you grabbed Jason by the back of the neck and then dove into your bag and <laughs> dug around it for, for five seconds. I do remember those moments of panic, just like, like processing it, it what really was going was. on. But, um, 
I was thrilled. It's such a, like, it, it's, it's, I, I don't know, this is why this event's so funny, because you can just get amped on the dumbest stuff. <laughs> That's not dumb, man. That was awesome. No, it's, it's ridiculous, but it's just like, it's the best day of my life, man. <laughs> I'd argue the fact yeah. that all of us have been in a line since what? Seven o'clock, six thirty this been, mo- this evening, been and doing yeah. lines for two days at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that is infinitely more ridiculous <laughs> to see something we can see online thirty minutes later. But can <laughs> I ask you though, um, Ryan? Um, what do you smell like? Oh yes, the important questions. He smelled like bad smoke theories. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing he said when, like, he looked down, at, like, because I'm pointing at him, right? And he goes. That one's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Sweet action. So that was my that was my visualization pre-celebration. Made it happen. I'm going to write a book. It's called Steel Anetics. I, I thought it was going to be called oh, you're Okay, Steel Anetics by version. Dr. Moses Star War. I was about to say, are you going to deliver onto us the Ten Commandments of Celebration? Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't bite my stickers. There's one. <laughs> don't be a bitch about it when you get called out about it. Um, when you realize you're wrong, delete your tweets. <sighs> yeah, that was almost a disaster too. Ugh. Anyway. All right. So let's wrap it up. Let's bring it home. Last Jedi teaser tomorrow. What do you want to see? I'm just excited to see some footage. I'm, I'm relatively new to being super Dude, into Star Wars. I, I, I don't want to blow things. I know industry insiders like Jason Ward. I can guarantee the teaser will f- feature footage. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they'll oh, thank be you, footage. Steel. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be dripping with footage. Oh, that's great. Like, oh, that's great. It's, thank it's, you. It's, it's almost that's all. Almost all it's going to be oh, is footage. Can oh, you really? make sure you oh, credit I was expecting Jason something else. Yeah, okay. I'll That's a, he's a source on that one. Okay, I'll make sure to source it. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, but yeah, where did you get that one? Is that is that a is that a um is that a a, a, a Jimmy Zero no, exclusive? You never give up your source. <laughs> Jimmy Zero, yeah, exactly. That's clever. You combine the two. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just footage. You're yeah, just like, I what? mean, I, I'm I'm still relatively new to being super super into Star Wars. So how the, how the hell did you get in the gate? How the hell did I get in the We're game? trying to lock this stuff up. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm a, I'm a woman. Even That's even worse. I mean, can you believe it? Hardly. <laughs> <sighs> All right. You're not the gatekeeper you used to be still. I'm not, no. Uh, no, no, no. I'm Actually, it's mostly your guys' podcast's fault, so this is all your fault. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm more myth than blog. Right, right. What about you, Jason? And don't say anything you actually know that's going to happen. Otherwise, I'll have to... You mean like I want to see all two minutes and 30 seconds of the trailer? Yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> I want to see that. And, and, and that part where, you know, that other thing happened? Oh, yeah. That, I want to see that. Okay. Unplug his mic. Do it <laughs> quick. That, but that's what I'm excited for. No, I don't worry about the... Mo- I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? All right. You, yeah, let's not ask you about it anymore. You're, you, I remember the, the, the first night I met Jason and we were on the Grass Hill. Grass Hill. At, 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 um, at Comic-Con. And I just like, I looked at him and I go, it scares me what's in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like worried it's going to like seep out. I was good though, right? I was good. Yeah, you were fine. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to see, Randy? 
There's a spoiler that Jason always tells me about that I really want to see in the uh, trailer. Um, it's the part where um, Luke Skywalker comes out. No, I just want to see interviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like where you learned that they were all really close during their production like a family? Yeah, like and yeah. Uh, their, their, their lack of emphasis on CGI effects. Right. I want to talk about that. I want oh, to see yeah. the, more of the practical and how it feels like the original Star Wars set. And yeah, I, I would like them to be more like everything a family. Everything's changed, but nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, everything's still the same. No, I want to hear about the uh, the new actors that are in the uh, yeah. the movie. I want KMT. To hear. <laughs> KMT <laughs> on the scene. KMT. I want to know more about KMT, Kelly Marie Tran. See what she's up to. See <laughs> what she's all about. I know what she's all about. What makes her tick? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what makes her get up in the morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> KMT, why is this real right for you? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Jonathan Grasso. I can actually answer this honestly because I don't know anything. Uh, I, I want to see Snoke. I want to see a non-hologram version of Snoke. You know, I, I, everyone else, I kind of, you know, my imagination has a good hold of. But I think Snoke in the quote-unquote flesh might look a lot different. L- like a little baby. <laughs> I want to see Snoke. Ooh. Tracy. I want to see a montage. Like, I want a full on like '80s training montage with Ray. <laughs> I want Ray to have like, yeah, That's pretty good a training. I want her and Kylo to have like a side by side training montage. Like Rocky Four. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Can this '80s style training montage feature a collabadab between our close buddy John Williams and Chicago? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. If he, you leave no, he really loves that Chicago. Well. But the Converse have to be, like, in it. like He's like a lounge they, lizard. They have to be <laughs> He, like, starts the song. He's like, <laughs> if be, you leave me now. Like, well, guys, background, like Little Mermaid. They need to be, like, on a branch, night. like, singing to Ray. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well... There's no secret what I want, you guys. You want a Snoke theory that doesn't Content. suck? Nah, dog. I want some peril. I want some drama. I want Luke to pull out that lightsaber <laughs> and ignite that green. And then, my friends, I will flood the Orlando Convention Center. Everything about this sounds nasty. <laughs> with tears. Tears, you guys. That is tears. 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 They'll be like, Grasso will in, be in some inflatable raft paddling past. <laughs> It'll be flooded. It's going to be the best. I, I don't, like, you know, people say if it does happen, they might not use it in the trailer. But we do need a chewy wear home moment. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be awesome if they ended with the chewy wear oh, home moment. <laughs> No, no, no. It's Chewie walking onto the Falcon and waiting for the line and then just going, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just growls and it's subtitled, I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> home alone. <laughs> it's, it's Chewie and a CGI'd youth Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Where can I read this fan fiction? <laughs> Audio. Chewie, we're home alone. Audio content. 
I hear we're uh, we're getting some fan fiction very soon, actually, from one Miss Emily Lind. I'm very excited to hear. It is it is some red hot fire. I'm not sure if I, I I've told this story to you guys, but mm-hmm. I don't think I said it on the podcast. Right. But um, I was sitting next to like on the flight over this Disney lady who works for in Disney in um, in LA, and right. so we're talking about Star Wars and and what we're both doing there and stuff. And then I had the script from Emily that she'd written. It's like an erotic fan fiction. And I began to get a little bit hot under the collar. And I had to, like, tilt the laptop and dim the screen so she couldn't, right. like, read it. Because it's just like, oh, yeah, like, as soon as she gets off the plane, she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to stop this guy from going in. Like, That's what you he's... get for reading porn in public. <laughs> I think you just actually stopped that movie from getting fast-tracked. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Has, thank you for that. I thought he was about to pitch it to her. <laughs> Be like, hey, you work for Disney? I got something here. It's got some, you got to see. You're going to want to have an untapped market. Oh, well, it, she worked in Synergy, which is such a modern-sounding job, right? Right. right. And, um, and I was seeing with this other, there was another guy on the other side of her, and he goes, oh, what does that involve? And it's like, oh, it's making sure when the films come out that things happen in the park that match up, right? <laughs> right. And he goes, oh, what are you working on now? And she goes, Pirates of the Caribbean 5. And I'm like, oh, you should really make a ride of that movie. And we laughed and we laughed. (laughs) Great timing. Great timing. Were you very proud of yourself for that one? Dude, I just repeated the story. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said it again. And he said it again. And you can listen back to it. Enjoy the good times. All right. Well, my tuckus is so cold from this concrete. We should wrap it up. Um, Thanks, everyone, for closing out the day's podcast proceedings. I hope all your Star Wars dreams come true tomorrow. Just like they did today. Beautiful. Bring it home, Jonathan. Thank you all for listening to Steel Wars with Steel Saunders. We will see you soon with That's more exactly content. exactly what he was looking for. <laughs> <laughs>